0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the battery power Podcast Network. My name's Sean Coleman. It's a pleasure to be back with you once again. I've been away, I guess a bit on the injured list myself here recently, getting over a bit of a sinus infection, working my way back, so forgive the voice this time around. But hey, we're not not—we're no rest for the weary when it comes to how fun it is in baseball right now. Midway through spring training, the World Baseball Classic going on, a lot of fun things to talk about. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the podcast to be named later on all at BatteryPower.com, at Battery SVN across all forms of so- social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Just hit that subscribe button, and you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So as mentioned, we are halfway through the 2023 spring training season, and for the Braves, there's mostly been, you know, some positive news that's going on. A lot of positive developments which we'll hit on in terms of looking at a few of the biggest storylines through the first half of spring training. And perhaps the biggest storyline of all is what has not been a storyline, and that's the fact that the Braves have not really had to deal with a significant injury, knock on wood, as of yet when it comes to spring training. Now, Injuries have been a part of, you know, some of the main news nuggets that have been out there, you know, over the past few weeks, mainly looking at the progression of Kyle Wright and Michael Soroka, two names that the Braves are hoping will make significant contributions to the starting rotation in 2023. And as time goes on, we're still awaiting for them to make their spring debuts. But right now, signs continue to, you know, look at the positive as they ramp up to where Both of them, at some point in time, should make their spring debuts, hopefully, within the next several days. Thankfully, we've already seen the spring debuts of Ozzie Albies, Charlie Morton, A.J. Minter, a few of the players who got off to a bit slower start, you know, than others. But when it comes to some main names, so far, we've not seen any really major injuries. The most significant injury so far is an oblique injury that, unfortunately, Kobe Allard suffered several days ago, despite the fact that he had had a very good start, too, his spring training. So thankfully, possibly the the biggest storyline of all in a positive light is the fact that there has not been really much conversation about injuries, and hopefully that will continue for the Braves as spring goes on and it leads up to the regular season. But the other big storyline, that probably the biggest area of development and the most encouraging area of development, is that several of the names that the Braves were hoping would emerge as being reliable depth options in areas of need are some of the Braves that are having the most impressive spring trainings to date. When you look at this Braves team, when you look at this Braves roster overall, where the need areas are, the fifth starter spot, shortstop DH left field. That's what really stands out when it comes to areas that are, you know, not taken care of by either a star or, you know, a clear reliable option. But the great thing about it is, is that the Braves are having depth emerge because some of the best performers so far in spring training are players who would fit into those slots. Names such as Jared Schuster and Dylan Dodd. You know, when we talk about that fifth starter spot, you know, you would think that Ian Anderson with Soroka, you know, working his way back with Kyle Wright, um, you know, continuing to ramp his way up. You would think Ian Anderson would be a clear have a clear spot in the rotation. He struggled though he has looked better, you know, over in over his past few innings. He struggled a bit so far this spring, but I still think that he probably has a spot in the rotation. But Jared Schuster and Dylan Dodd really looked to be options that the Braves had to rely on them even early in the season. They could step in and at least get the job done in terms of keeping the Braves close if they were to make a start. It's hard to deny how special Jared Schuster has looked, especially with the bit of increased velocity so far this spring. If he continues to perform at the level that he's performing and the Braves were to have question marks in the rotation, he may push, he may make it clear that he should be in the rotation coming out of spring training. That is a development that could lead to an unexpected source of Jared Schuster making the opening day squad. So when it comes to the fifth starter spot, it's great to see how productive Dylan Nodd as well as Jared Schuster have been. But of course, on the offensive side of things, you've got names such as Sam Hilliard, you've got names such as Eli White, you've got names such as Braden shoemaker who have looked absolutely outstanding at the plate. Each of these names are near the top of the Braves roster when it comes to offensive players with the most plate appearances so far this spring training. Sam Hilliard produced a 906 OPS. Braden Shumake has a 915 OPS. Eli White has a 1500 OPS, which ties Matt Olson as the best OPS so far on the Braves roster. So each of those three names that I mentioned are having an absolutely wonderful spring training. And you want for that to continue. You want to see that in these players, such as an Eli White and a Braden Shoemake, who so far in their careers, they're more known for their glove or their speed or an attribute outside of hitting, you're wanting to hopefully see changes that have been made to their approach at the plate in spring training that's leading to success. You want that to continue, and you want that to go into the season. And But the other thing that stands out is, is that, for instance, in the case of Braden Shumake. Obviously, has shown a good glove at shortstop so far. The bat production has been wonderful to see. And you couple that with the fact that Von Grissom, who much has been made about the Braves really investing a lot of time into him being the main shortstop option going into the season. So far, Von Grissom has had a few struggles with the glove. He has a 606 OPS. You combine Shoemaker's successes with Von Grissom's struggles, it may make sense to people that a shortstop position battle is unexpectedly emerging. But I I don't think that's the case. And it's nothing against the performance of these names that I mentioned. I just don't think that at this point in time, we're to the point yet to where the excellent performances of White and Shoemake and Hilliard is really going to change the hierarchy of how things are structured going into the season. I still think going into the season, and while this could change in time, I still think going into the season, at shortstop, you've got Vaughn Grissom as the main guy. Orlando Arcee is going to be the main utility player going in to start the season. In the outfield, you're going to have Rosario as the main guy for the Braves against right-handers. Jordan Luplau as the main guy for the Braves against left-handers. Sam Hilliard could have an inside track to a bench position because he's a left-handed hitter. He could play multiple outfield positions and he's out of options. So he may have a chance to make the team. But the significance of these excellent springs from an Eli White or a Braden Shoemaker, I think it's more the fact that they are proving to be more reliable sources than many had thought as depth options for the Braves to potentially use at some point in the season than truly being players who are going to take on a significant role with the team. And that's perfectly fine. The Braves have every reason to see if what they're seeing in spring training from each of these guys, if it can roll over into the season, especially at the minor league level in AAA, because that allows for them to keep the most talent possible within the organization. You roll it with with both Shoemaker and Eli White having minor league options, you roll them over into... Triple A, they continue to hit well, well, then if an injury or ineffectiveness were to impact somebody else at the positions that they play, well, then you can bring them on. Eli White probably will make, at least for a stretch this season, an excellent utility bench option with his speed, his defense, and hopefully his, his improved approach at the plate. Braden Shumake may be needed as a utility infielder at some point in time, just like Vaughn Grissom was needed last year when an injury impacted Ozzie Albies. So while it's great to see the depth options of the position players that have had all excellent springs, Hilliard, White, Shoemake, and others, I really don't think that impacts the hierarchy of how things are playing out. For instance, I don't think any of those names truly have a clear path to relevant playing time or a relevant role on this team like a Jared Schuster may have if he continues to have an excellent spring training as a starter. And that's not anything negative. This is a good problem to have. This is a great development for the Braves and that they have more depth than they may have anticipated in terms of reliable options that can fill positions of need. So hopefully the excellent spring will continue for many of these names that I mentioned. While you also hope that a projected regular like Vaughn Grissom continues to improve as well. But while there may not be a change in hierarchy, it's very good to see these names continue to be productive depth for the Braves, because as we saw last year, you never know when an unexpected significant injury is going to impact the availability of a player like an Ozzy Albies, for instance, that you expect to be there every single day as a significant contributor. At some point in time, there likely is going to be a, a significant injury to a Braves player that may not keep them out for a se- for the season, but could keep them out for a month or so. Productive depth, a lot of times, is what helps some of the best teams in Major League Baseball navigate the regular season and be in the best position of health and freshness once the playoffs arrive. So, while an Eli White or or a a Braden Shoemaker or a Sam Hilliard may not necessarily be a name that's going to be, you know, in the lineup four or five times a day to start out the season, at some point in time. What they've done in spring training is going to allow the Braves to rely on them with confidence when their number is called, and you have to hope that the success they're showing now will continue to show if they get into a bigger role once their number is called upon during the 2023 season.
0: Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience.
1: So, so far in spring training, in terms of performance, another storyline has been that on the offensive side of things, the Braves look perfectly fine. Consider these numbers for some of the Braves, you know, most important offensive players so far this spring. Michael Harris II, 955 OPS. Matt Olson, 1,500 OPS. Austin Riley, a 1.076 OPS. Ronald Acuna Jr., a 1,000 OPS. Several of the Braves' most important offensive contributors are having excellent starts to the spring. And that's exactly what you want to see from a team that during their success has continued to emerge to show that one of the biggest reasons why they are so successful both in the regular season and the postseason, is due to their ability to hit the long ball and put up offense in any way, shape, or form that they need to in order to win games. So it's great to see that many players doing so well at the plate so far this year. But the other thing that also has emerged is that several of the names that are going to complete the Braves lineup, you're hoping to start to see them really start to hit better as well. Because if last year were to give any indication of how important it is to have a complete of a lineup as possible it once again goes to the fact i've talked about it several times several others at batterypower.com have you've seen several who have covered the braves discuss this one of the most consistent contributing factors to the braves winning at the historic rate that they did from june 1st on last year was the fact that they had the most productive bottom of the order in baseball. Now, a big reason for that was because of how special Michael Harris II was in his rookie year. You would expect for him, though, to potentially bat, to, you know, higher up in the order this season. But when you look at the bottom of the Braves order, you're looking at names like probably Ozzie Albies returning from injury, Vaughn Grissom, and another one that stands out is Eddie Rosario. Now, a Rosario has not had that hot of a spring so far. But when we talk about the World Baseball Classic, perhaps the most exciting thing for Braves fans so far in the World Baseball Classic is how good Eddie Rosario looks at the plate. A home run on Sunday, as and then he followed it up with what was nearly another home run that turned into an RBI double on Monday. He has hit the ball extremely well so far during the World Baseball Classic and even during spring training. He did excellent in terms of making hard contact. The results just didn't happen. But if Eddie Rosario is back to being healthy, if he's corrected the vision problems that he had last year and he can find his comfort once again at the plate, history has shown he can be a very productive bat against right-handed hitters. Jordan Luplau has shown in the past that he could be a productive option against Southpaws. But you can likely figure out the right-handed part of the platoon in time. But if Eddie Rosario can get anywhere close to where he was for the Braves in 2021, and perhaps even where he was in 2019 when he hit over 30 home runs, if that is the Eddie Rosario the Braves can get for an extended stretch this season, that is going to be such a huge boost because of what Eddie Rosario brings to the tape. A left-handed bat that helps balance out the order, an outfield option that can allow for you to be able to put him in left field and put him at the bottom of the order, and that's exactly it as well. Another bottom-of-the-order producer that can drive in runs and then turn the lineup over to get to the best bats that we have. If the Braves can have a a a reliable cog at the bottom of their order like they had with Michael Harris II once again this year... That's going to make the Braves lineup one of the deepest in baseball. And especially with now the new rules that are in place that allow for more aggressive base running, the shift limitations that are in place that should lead to more offense. The more teams have, those are the teams that likely are going to have the best chance to win at high levels. So it's really encouraging to see the production that Eddie Rosario has shown so far during the World Baseball Classic. I'm not saying he's all of a sudden going to turn into the Eddie Rosario that we saw in the 2021 playoffs, but it looks like he's making consistent hard contact. And if he were to be able to start off the season anywhere close to where he was, even during the 2021 regular season as it wrapped up, that'll be a huge boost for the Braves and one of the biggest overall developments of spring training. So great to see so far, what we're seeing from Eddie Rosario in the World Baseball Classic, hopefully that continues and maybe a few moments from Ronald Acuna Jr., if Venezuela and Puerto Rico were to advance. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the battery power. Podcast Network. I'm going to try to get my voice back when it comes to the next Daily Hammer. But until then, check out all the great content from BatteryPower.com as well as the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Until next time, go Braves. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer.